Hello, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Wherever you are, I am Naziati Muhammad Yaqub, your Talk Architecture podcast host with another topic regarding AutoCAD, ARCHICAD, Revit, and BIM. Well, actually, I'm focusing on a topic that was raised in one of the Facebook groups where someone decided to do a class on AutoCAD um, who had already had experience with Revit and ARCHICAD. But since many architecture companies want AutoCAD experience, so this person decided to learn and took this course or this class. But compared to BIM softwares, this person find AutoCAD frustratingly hard and always imagine how much easier that they would have done things in Revit or ARCHICAD. So this person asked the community, who are mainly architects, the question to them is, who uses AutoCAD? What merits do you find with using AutoCAD that BIM software fail at? And why do you choose AutoCAD? Isn't it making the job harder? This person says, I don't know, maybe I started with AutoCAD. I would see things differently. If he would had started with AutoCAD and not doing the others, he would have seen things more differently. So the conversation then you have other people commenting, uh, reacting to this uh, person who posted these questions. Um, so uh, this person said they still do hand drawing. And that drafting or CAD means that you're much more involved in thinking about how the structure gets put together instead of allowing the computer to do it for you. So just that this person just feels that way. And then you have a thread of uh, information um, or people men mentioning about this. And they were debating about um, when it comes to any CAD software, 2D or 3D, the tool is never at fault. The issue is that everyone wants to blame the software when in fact it is their lack of knowledge of the tool that they use. Let it be modeling or 2D drafting. Someone has to consider how the building is going to be built. So others mentioned about um, AutoCAD is more advantageous for the control it gives you. Um, so another thing is also another person posts the point that um, we have things, he, this person says that um, they have had the thing 100% backwards. In 2D, you can make lots of things work that just won't in 3D. In BIM, you are constructing a building like it will be built in the real world. And if you're doing BIM correctly, you figure out the plan and section simultaneously or nearly so. So then the, the person who 
mentioned uh, talked earlier it says when I draw I do too and I think about it and sketch it and think some more it just seemed to me that those trained without a pencil don't seem to have the same ability to think it through of course my efficiency in production is much slower and I'm slowly aiming towards converting but I will take my deep involvement with putting it together with me not being negative just stating what I see others may have varying opinions so there is this debate about 2D and 3D as well and I've discussed this um, earlier to design in 2D that if you have that imagination you have developed a sense of how to construct things um, using hand-drawn drawings everything could be resolved in 2D you know in plan section and elevations I mean, I mean 3D is just a way a tool of seeing things the joints uh, even more complex building would be very well um, explored using 3D of Kiosley and in terms of coordination of um, the information between different consultants then uh, BIM would be great if you do it properly. Now I'm someone who hand-drawn myself and I'm not involved so much in computer-aided softwares and um, but however as a professor of um, a university for many years I've noticed that um, the progression of how people use these different tools and how confidence, confident they are in being that architect that, that you know, is expected, you know, by everyone to be. So out there in the world now, we have a lot of specialists doing the different softwares. We have BIM software expert or Revit expert. And, and um, at the end of the day, how we design, how we can imagine, how we can resolve the thing is the most important. But of course, the um, architecture practice have the different sections, right? Um, conceptual design in one's one uh, area of the office and then that is brought forward to the technical um, section or those who are doing contract implementation so so um, somebody an associate would oversee that particular project from conception conceptual design to um, uh, contract implementation and on-site supervision so there are these individuals that oversee these things and sometimes um, uh, it is left to the project architect, whoever that is in charge, to make it um, make it a success in translating the information at the beginning to the end. Now, there's a great deal of coordination, a great deal of teamwork to be uh, happen in uh, architecture practice, as we know it, as you are working in uh, different systems, I mean, the different architecture practice, but um, may employ different systems, but um, um, there is something similar in all of this. And this discussion that I started with referring to this Facebook group's um, comments is, um, is the handling of design, um, how that one 
starts, the beginning and the end is seamlessly um, or there should not be a miscommunication or there, there should be um, a thorough a resolution involved at each different each phase. So I'm sure the director or the the uh, boss of the company would be conscious that okay, we're not going to produce crap buildings, or we, you know, you're not going to get commissions if you produce uh, buildings that doesn't work. Obviously, so you want to be in the niche or able to get market your product well or you know in, in the way that architects do the, um, through word of mouth or through the signature a design and so on so but these are things that people are talking about the nitty-gritty and um, so some directors of companies feel that AutoCAD which is the the first uh, digital uh, software tool or computer aided design software that came out from the market which closely mimics uh, the processes although difficult to negotiate uh, came from hand drawn hand drawn processes so AutoCAD is the old guy in this whole digital um uh, software revolution or whatever the progression that, or development that you're looking at and these others are fairly new and of course they are needed because then um, like BIM for example the ability to look at 3D uh, closely uh, shared with tr with all the other consultants because I, I'm getting information that mm, when you're dealing with engineers, for example, BIM would be very useful. And the processes of engineering is different than processes of architecture in a way that we don't have the architect doing engineering right until the end, but those with um, understanding of an engineering would easily, would be better f better at giving the correct information to the engineers, obviously, so where is it that we had this conversation with one of our former students that they do not need to learn about engineering because uh, they will have somebody doing that for them in the practice. So, you know, you have the, the impression that all I need to know to, to, to know or to acquire is the knowledge of design from the beginning. So, so the, the the architect that 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 feels that they need to actually know and engineering would learn more and would um, see that these software tools that comes out in the market like BIM and Revit they are um, a communication or a uh, information um, tool that they, that other that helps with the collect. The, the known collaborative practices that's out there which is undeniable that you when you share your info, the information from design to uh, engineering drawings it is clear in specifications and all other um, information 
is relayed to in a way that makes it much easier for the architect and whoever it is, the project manager, to manage the project well and and give the best outcome at the end of the day, which is the built form to be used by the user. So this conversation where um, this person who did this AutoCAD course, who was not doing AutoCAD from the beginning, but Revit and ArchiCAD, asking why is the relevance of AutoCAD, it goes back to the um, the fundamentals of architecture design that we had known for many centuries, in fact. How you start with hand-drawn, what are the processes? It's not like, if people would think about hand drawings and the architects before computerization, like something old and, and, and ancient and, and irrelevant, then think again because the processes are the same. They're all to do with the thinking and the brain, um, with the imagination and conceptualization of um, visioning the, the end product, which is the building and how it works, is uh, very much the same thing that has been uh, done for ages. So, so these computer-aided softwares and digital softwares are just tools. And at the end of the day, when someone was mentioning in this post, that these are merely tools and that at the end of the day is about whether you can design or not is the crux of the matter really the crux of the matter in architecture education in architecture practice the confidence that this person have that set of skills is a responsibility of the um the place of learning or the institution of higher learning that they went through their their course whether they actually um, uh, is with thought um, <coughs> a much more uh, closer to what is being practiced. So we're not taking away the learning of styles or the, not taking away the learning of the reality of what the clients want if you were there are a lot of clients and and there are a lot of different types of buildings and different, um, what do you call it, budget or uh, uh, contracts out there which the architect can have a certain amount of control or lack of control or the control is being given to other people. Uh, these are all this up for interpretation or discussion and it's very contextual in terms that we can't really generalize everything um, you know, to say if this happens, this uh, this will happen. But the idea of um, drawing this is this is what what this topic is about. The drawing the idea of drawing and the idea of um, being able to think how to put the structures together and in your mind you know exactly what you want and just translate it to the digital tool. 
because they are the servant they are not the master of your mind so this you know when you find a debate such as this when people argue about software and digital tools and stuff like that makes you think um why um, people have been doing these tools were they were they not thought in architecture to architecture school properly or they have to discover it themselves when they're practicing which you know and and figure it out whether um you know have they done enough design have they been confident enough to do the design before they venture out into the architecture practice so that was one of the preoccupation that i have throughout my career as an academic in in the school of architecture that have i done enough um teaching or have i facilitated enough uh, learning um with practitioners coming in to give the their uh input or their teaching as well to help these uh students of architecture that's have always been my concern for the last decade and um it's because this is a more personal view of the whole thing is because as someone who has started doing architecture in the 80s using hand drawn techniques and loving architecture and loving design and then taking up teaching architecture i'm someone who who want to see this joy in students of architecture and how they um they gain the confidence throughout the years and setting out to be involved in practice and and some of them own practices now engaging right then then having some of them having awards some of them in big practices some of them in small practices out there by earlier students uh former students and uh, there are new students who are utterly confused the ones that are the ones that i thought in the second year in the last two years many are very confused about uh, architecture and giving up on architecture i have talked about this in some of my previous episodes where um a potential student um at in the second year thinking of doing graphic design i mean there this um I don't see that in previous gen um not generation but previous batches the earlier batches where they they have a steady um development a steady progression on on acquiring their confidence and through their their skills it, it just steadies you know from first year right into fifth year but we see this sense of purpose lacking now with um uh the new students and it and i would um point finger at the curriculum where they ask to design in uh, in computers in softwares like uh, sketchup very early on in the second year of the second semester i mean this is setting back the 
the confidence and this is um, not shows that the people who did the curriculum do not understand design do not understand what is required um, for the students to to be able to to uh, acquire a set of skills that's necessary for them for set up for life and for them to be confident to become an architect this is at fault this is clear as day that this is a problem and the previous episode when I talk about um, the the uh, graduates drawing hideously um, a couple of episodes back I think that came also from this discussion of the Facebook group architects uh, community and um, how the um, the director or the architect in charge literally just redraw everything that the um, the graduate was drawing because it was so poorly done and the frustration has been shown so okay so then in conclusion this uh, podcast is about um, again about um, how skillful um, one has to be in understanding about design it started with the Facebook questions that this person posed to the others and an interesting conversation uh, followed with the different comments um, and 2D and 3D and this skill of designing in 2D and getting it right in 2D and 3D is just a way of looking in the details is so old school we were thought that way. I was taught in the University of Technology Malaysia um, like that. And it was a very, it's, it's based on a vocational education. Um, and it's very um, a technically um, focused. When I went to the UK after that, I had no problems detailing things. I also went to a year out to do working drawings on a real project. So this confidence, many of us had this confidence of how to detail things in 3D. We all have those skills. You can safely say all of us can do that, you know. And um, at that time, of course, we lack in other skills, maybe the uh, the design or, you know, I picked it up, these other skills when I was in the UK, you know, um, more on the theoretical aspects and uh, um, uh, designing volumes and space detail will be uh, something that is more poetic, more uh, understanding of, of a um, much more... Um, able to look at different viewpoints or different ideas and aspects and later on is is the interdisciplinary aspects 
So that's the progression that we had in that time. And uh, if I were to look at students of architecture now, they had all the dreams to be an architect, but they're not given the the correct curriculum or they're not given the correct guidance to gain the confidence that we did. So the fault lies in the academics who can't design. Yes, unfortunately, they, 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 there could be a, a generation, there could be a bunch of academics who are not concerned so much about the ability of the architect to design in 2D, that everything can be shown in 2D clearly, and got lost in all that with the seduction of uh, um, digital architecture software. So with that respect and with that regard, I will conclude um, this session this podcast and I hope that this is good for us all to think about and I do um, like to add that I have a program called Rediscover Your Sense of Self for the Architect on mental health balance and on um, uh, the issue of being stuck and not advancing your career and if you wish to Uh, resolve this and I can help you so do contact me at naziati n-a-z-i-a-t-y at gmail.com if you want the pdf the five reasons you struggle to advance in your career as a mid-level architect how to fix it fast so with that note I would like to end this episode. Thank you very much for listening.